You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, fasten your seat belts, and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic. Tell me about the good old days. I one was so many, shocked. Yeah. It was one of many hits. And the great uh, duo out of the great state of Kentucky. I mean, it it just, it was a, it was a shock. When, when I seen that information, I was like, wow. It was a shock. It was a big shock to me. I was, you know, down in Austin. Um, and I heard about it and I was actually, you know, with my brother at the time when I heard about it. And as you remember, we did that talent show a long time ago and me and him sang that love can build a bridge. And in that role, I played her role in the song. I was more or less the backup singer because Winona had those big pipes. And my brother was you know, belting it out or what he's attempting to through you know, you know, puberty, but yeah, uh, but yeah, it was, it just goes to show a mental health affects everybody. It and, does. It does. And I, you know, it doesn't take much for a person to really get in a bad place mentally and especially the world that we live in right now. And right. the sad part is, is like, I, as everybody knows, I'm a big fan on TikTok, so I'm always on there. And like when they did the CMT thing, they did a few funny videos for CMT, and the comments were horrible. Just people talking about, you know, how she's aged. Well, I mean, she's 76. Come on, right. folks. You know, and uh, I just hope she didn't read a lot of those comments because some of them were tragic, but. You know, that it's just, it's a tough world that we live in. And that's why we got to be mentally the best that we can and treat each other the way that we want to be treated, the way that we want our grandparents to be treated, you know? And that just goes to show the discussion about, you know, if somebody comes up playing on social media. Versus a crowd, right. Versus a bar. Yeah. I mean, it just, it shows that, and I, I have no idea if she's seen all those comments but at the end of the day those trolls affect a lot of people yeah and And they know it and that's why they that's why they keep doing it but sure if 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 one person is to take their own life because you know somebody else has made them you know to feel like lesser of a person then i'm not sure how you could prosecute is that I wish there was a way they could do that. I I do too, because I mean, it's just, it's horrible, but you know, I want to, we, as a podcast, we want to send out our thoughts and prayers to Ashley and Winona and, you know, um, 
this comes just the day before they were going to be inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame, and they rightfully earned that. If you watch the movie, uh, Naomi went through a lot of hard times on her way up, and she had enough passion to put herself in the business and was also talented enough to do it. That also gave a great path for Ashley and Winona to go do their thing, to become who they become, you know? So she's a living legend. She deserves to be in the Country Music Hall of Fame. I just hate that she was not there to see it, but I have faith knowing that she's up there singing for the good Lord right now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Hope so. All Uh, right. I, I actually want to say something to all the listeners. Odds are, I don't know you from anybody else on the street. You know, Ryan's the same way. He probably doesn't you know, know all the listeners. No, I do. I track them down. They will. Yeah. It's a little creepy. But anyway, I do not. Uh, but I want you to know out there that if you're ever feeling like you can't take any more, then I'm giving you the open invitation to reach out to me. I'll talk to you. I'll explain to you why it's not worth it. It's not worth it to end it because there are times in my life where I was really down and sometimes I had somebody to talk to and sometimes I didn't, but the times that I did, it made it all make sense and it made it a lot easier to move on. And uh, I appreciate what they did for me in the past. So I want to, I want to extend the olive branch. And if somebody out there is needing a little, you know, support, a little therapy for free, um, if you need a little help, you know, reach out and I'll do as much as I can. Awesome. Yeah. If you guys need anything, you know how to get a hold of us, give us a shout. It's my best day. Yes, baby, to you. Happy birthday. There's a cat licking your birthday cake. It's your birthday today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. So I had to throw that in there. I mean, we are hours away from Jordan turning 46, and we <laughs> had to do some kind of little birthday thing i look for songs i I just can't find anything it doesn't make you sound like you're five years old so i got this really cool clip hope you guys liked it you guys (laughs) it is jordan's 45th birthday yeah you keep changing the age every time that's fine how old are you uh i'm uh, 38 today 38 well you're you're not that much what's the difference let's see i'll i'll be 38 in july so you're only like two months older than me. I turned 39 in the morning. Oh, oh, well, you're, you're, you're two months older than me then. I see. Okay. You doing anything special? Um, no, I'm, I'm going to go to work and, uh, then come home. I'm going to watch my Cleveland guardians play baseball tomorrow when we get home on TV. And, uh, that's probably about it. All right. Well, happy birthday from your co-host, the Country Music Critic. Thank you, sir. All right, folks. Here we go with this week's episode, which is Mr. Chris Jansen. 
Because I get a lot of names wrong, and like I failed spelling uh, in class and high school, so I'm not really good unless it's the the easy names. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I mean that's a it's a really yeah common name in uh, France. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean it looked like Pierre, but I wanted to confirm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, right. anyways, Mister Chris Jansen, you guys have heard "Buy Me a Boat." Who hasn't? Okay. He was born April the 2nd, 1986 in Perryville, Missouri. Okay, so that makes him 36 years old. Yeah, right. sure does. Mm -hmm. I also got to see him over the weekend. He jumped around that stage like he was not 36 years old. (laughs) I'm 36 is still a young man. It is. Well, I mean, I'm 37, and I, I don't feel like I could do all that. But who knows? You know what I mean? If you were playing music for a living, I think you I think you would summons the energy somewhere. That's true. Because, I mean, <laughs> here's my thing, folks. I, I wrote a review because I was so moved. I went to that show knowing that I'm going to see the guy who sings Buy Me a Boat. But I was so wrong. So, First off, I want to thank everybody who has liked and shared my review. I even want to thank Chris and his wife for sharing the review. It was awesome. It was a great show, and I'm telling you what, I could keep talking about it, but why do all that when you could just go read it in detail and you won't hear me stutter and mispronounce the words? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I read it, and I, I have to say I was impressed, Ryan. I was impressed. You Maybe. thought I hired somebody to write it, didn't you? <laughs> well, let's not get too <laughs> cocky, all right? Let's I'm telling you what. I was I like, I got to use the right, correct words, because this guy is carrying the country music flame, in my opinion, the torch, you know? Yeah. So it's got to be right. Yeah. And, I mean, I wasn't there. I was in Austin, Texas. Um, I actually went and seen – a concert while i was there i missed out on willie nelson on his birthday he he was playing in austin on his birthday 89 uh, yeah friday night he played saturday night as well with uh you know, george Strait. and i seen the do it or the uh duet that they did together yeah the tickets cool. the tickets were so high uh there was no way it's everything you can do in austin is expensive that is the most ridiculously expensive city that I have, have been to. Really? It was fun, but man, it was pricey. But uh, yeah, like, and that place is so crowded. It's blown up so much. But 
I went to an amphitheater to the concert I went to. I went and seen Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. And a lot of country music fans aren't going to know who that is. Some, you know, might because they are kind of, you know, Americana, uh, you know, folk rock. Um, but when you, you know, were telling me, you know, about the concert and you were sending me like, you know, pictures and you know, stuff in the middle of it. And I was looking at it. I was like, man, it looks like it's pretty fun. And then after I read your review, I know I would have loved it. I know I would have loved the concert because all the songs we played, because I love a musician who appreciates good music, no matter what genre it is, no matter at all. And he played Purple Rain. I mean, <laughs> like when well, I say what? The the cool thing was is like okay he kicks the show off he does the songs that we know and the ones that's been pretty decent on the radio then he goes into uh, some Alabama Charlie Daniels uh, then he goes into uh, the songs that obviously uh, that he's doing great with right now he goes into all that so right out of the gate he's like hey I'm country all right so I don't want y'all to forget it. But I know there's people in the crowd like Jordan. So I'm going to flaunt some Rocket Man. I'm going to flaunt some <laughs> Don't Stop Believing because I don't know anybody who doesn't like Journey. Um, yeah. And then after that, he tapped into a little bit of Purple Rain. And I was like, Jordan's not going to believe me. There's no way Jordan <laughs> is going to believe that the guy who sings Buy Me a Boat just performed it. And, like, he didn't half-ass perform it. Like, right. he nailed it. But the coolest thing is when he did the Kentucky Headhunters. And I just knew that one of them was going to walk out, but they didn't. I even told my daughter, I was like, look, one of the Kentucky Headhunters is about to walk out. And, I mean, he slammed Dumas Walker. And if you folks have not heard Dumas Walker by the Kentucky Headhunters, do not ever call yourself a country music fan. Well, I don't know if that's fair. I, I'm just saying. I mean, that's as country as cornbread. And well, some people area. don't even consider it country. Some people consider it southern rock. They do. They do, which that's how the Kentucky Headhunter started as a yeah. southern rock band. The Itchy Brothers, you know? Um, but the coolest thing was watching Chris play the harmonica, watching him shred a guitar, but closing with Inner Sandman on the drums i mean why not you know what i mean you got a badass band you got a badass sound system you got a thousand people that did not sit down why not play inner sandman right right yeah i mean and then his tribute to leonard skinner was off the chain too you know so that's all i got to say about that the rest of it you can read about it <laughs> But I yeah. want to thank everybody who took the time to to check it out. And if you haven't yet, go join the bandwagon of the review. It was awesome. We're going to start doing that more. Jordan and I actually are going to see a big artist here in about two weeks, actually. And we're going to be the giving... The biggest artist. Yeah, in country music. Um, I'd say that we do, like, two reviews. Like, the way you've seen it and the way I've seen it. But according to 
the show that he did in Baton Rouge this weekend, some people on their iPhone watches was getting alerts saying that it was so loud that it could damage your hearing. So I may need to throw some uh, earplugs in my pocket for my little girl because, I mean, you don't know. You know what I mean? They say if you listen to something like that over 10 minutes, it could really damage your ears. So. I've worked in factories that are really loud. <laughs> yeah. So I've all, yeah, my hearing's already damaged. <laughs> but yeah. It's what your wife I'm taking said. my wife. Yeah, I'm taking my wife. So uh, she may need some earplugs. I got you. Good well, job. so enough of me rambling. Let's get on to the history of what is Chris Jansen. So, Chris, right out of high school, he moved to Nashville. A lot of the nights he slept in his truck. He started playing at Tootsie's. Um, he was offered a ton of little record deals here and there, but he just really couldn't land on anything just right. So while he was playing at Tootsie's one night, he made $4,500 in tips, and that's a lot of money to be a bar band. Yeah, that's a whole lot. I mean, $4,500 – that's a lot. So in 2009, he co-wrote and recorded two songs with Holly Williams, the granddaughter of Hank Williams. In 2009, he signed a deal with BNA Records. After BNA kind of restructured, he left the label. At this time is when he co-wrote the song Truck Yeah for Tim McGraw. The royalties off of that kind of pushed him to keep going. You know what I mean? He wasn't really with the right label yet to actually do what he's done now. So at this point, he plays harmonica on the track for Lee Bryce for the song Beer. Uh, in this time, he's writing songs, which he is a major songwriter. Just about everything that he sings, he's wrote or he's co-written. He wrote the title track to Justin Moore's album, uh, Off the Beaten Path, which is, if you know Justin Moore, you know that it's a country song because that's all that Justin records. 2013, he signs with Bigger Picture Music Group and released Better I Don't. Now, I remember when he done that song, Better I Don't. It was a really cool song, but it never did peak over 40. So, from what I've seen on the history, Chris never could get with the right people to push him in the right path. Now, we know that sometimes that's how God works. He's holding us back. So, in all this time, Chris is writing. He's learning the business. He's playing anywhere that he could. So, it puts us around 2015 when he self-releases Buy Me a Boat. That's the song that he wrote. Bobby Bones played it on the station, which instantly debuted it at number 33. By May of that year, he gets offered a record deal with Warner Brothers. They decide to re-release it. By August, he announces, hey, we're going to do a full-length album for Buy Me a Boat. And the rest of that is history, folks. Out of that album, we got Power of a Positive Drinking Song, Power of a Positive Drinking Song, yes, which is awesome. Holding Her, which still to this day is one of his favorite songs. 
2015, he also co-wrote I Love This Life for Low Cash Cowboys. And I know you've heard that, Jordan. He wrote that song. So, 2016, he performs at the Republican National Convention. And you know what song he does? He takes Truck Yeah, redoes the wording, and says Trump Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? So... Hey, I'm already on that bandwagon, and it was pretty cool to see that information. So here we are, 2019, at his second album with Warner Brothers, uh, which is Everybody. This is a big album for him. He has Fix a Drink, which most people have heard. It lands at number two. Then he has Drunk Girl, lands at number seven, and it also wins a 2019 ACM Video of the Year Award. Then he has Good Vibes, which I absolutely love that song. It talks about, hey, I don't want to hear none of your crap today. Unless it's a good vibe, just keep it away from me. And that's what the whole world needs. And that landed as a number one. 2018, he was playing at the Ryman, okay? First time selling the Ryman out. Keith Urban invites him to be a member of the Grand Old Opry. Now, at this time, Jordan, he had played 145 times. I think his record to date is like 167. But to play the Grand Old Opry 145 times, that says something. Oh, yeah. They just don't let anybody play the Opry that right. many times. No. They let a lot of people play it, you know, once or twice. Yeah, to make a debut, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, or to fill a spot. Might be running low on talent that night, you know. Yeah. There you go. We'll throw you in. But 140 sometimes, that's uh, that says a lot about who you are as an artist. Exactly. And, you know, if you Google Chris Jansen, Grand Ole Opry, there's multiple times that he is on stage playing harmonica with Charlie Daniels or Travis Tritt or, you know, I mean, he's just – He's kind of like, I'm here for the party. Wherever you guys need me, I can fill in. And the guy can do it. I mean, no matter what it is, if it's singing backup, mm -hmm. playing, drumming, whatever. So at this time, 2019, he writes a song called Done, which I'm going to play right now. The first time I saw you done. The first dance was through, I was done That one kiss I knew there was nothing I wouldn't do Just to give you that house on a hill With a four-plank around it Every last breath till the last star is counted Just say the word, girl, paint me your perfect I won't quit till the good Lord says my work that song right there went number one. He wrote it for his wife. And I got to say, that's a great love song. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. It is. Nashville, Nashville Gab wrote this about him around that time. He is explosive on stage and unpredictable. Compared his live set to a wild horse that's not meant to be tamed. He brings a blue collar, redneck edge to every show, which is lacking these days in country music. 
Jansen is the future of country music. And what a hell of a quote. And and I got to be honest, until I seen him in concert, I had only heard the few songs that had been on the radio. Yeah. He's one of those guys that, folks, you just got to go see. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do. I know exactly what you're talking about. There's, there are good artists, you know, good singers, and then there are you know, good entertainers. And sometimes an artist can do both. And sometimes, you know, they have one locked down and the other one's a little you know, lacking, but from you know, what I've seen and heard, this man's got it all. He's got he's got the talent. He's got the voice talent. He's got, you know, all the instrument talent in the world, as well as he is a hell of an entertainer. He is. And if you look outside the genre, I'm not sure if on his album he plays all the instruments like Prince did. You know, Prince is very similar in the fact that he plays a lot of instruments right so and he's he was a great entertainer and he's a great singer he may be the prince of country music i'm telling you what i mean i'm really shocked that he's not nominated more and you know there's a few people that's one entertainer of the year that i i well take for instance kenny chesney i'm a big kenny chesney fan i have been since day one kenny chesney puts on a hell of a show but yeah well but chris he puts on the same show times 10 i mean for an artist to be able to work the crowd the way that he does to break out a whitney houston song and in the same voice play an alabama song and then jump on the drums and do it. I mean, you know, it's it just blows my mind that there are people out there that have the Entertainer of the Year award when Chris could easily outdo a few of them. Yeah. Just saying. And, I mean, could you imagine when we look back at a like, I don't know, five, six years after he's released uh, a couple more albums you know, oh, minimum, yeah. and he has a few more hits his shows aren't going to do anything but just explode they're going to be so energetic and entertaining it is going to be insane it that is so i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to you know watch him the next time he comes around but man the potential is yeah, through the roof there. He could do anything he wants to do. And I really believe at this point in his life, he has the fan base. And from what I've seen on our reviews with all the comments, there's been people from all over the United States say, hey, I went to this show. You're exactly right. Hey, I went to this show. Yes, I agree completely. I mean, so he's got the fan base to do it. And he's talented enough to write the right songs. And I'm just I'm just so excited for what he's gonna do. Um Chris has also been known uh, known to play the harmonica, the bass, the guitar, the piano, the banjo, and the drums. Uh he recently, which is today, announced that him and Travis Tritt are gonna be co-lining a tour in the fall. And I did see Corbin, Kentucky 
oh, wow. on the date. So, cool. Chris, I'm just saying, we would love to come do another review, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you know, Corbin, if you, if you want to listen that, to this, <laughs> yeah, that that you know, Corbin Arena, it's got some big names in the last few. I think Snoop oh, Dogg yeah. was there. Yeah, <laughs> that's a little WWE. Wild, but... Yeah, I mean, it's a big deal, but uh. For him to go on tour co-headlining with a Tripp, name as big as Travis Tritt. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's pretty cool. That now, says a lot about him because you know, Travis Tritt isn't going to put his name out there with just anybody. No, not He's at all. Connected to somebody he knows is going places. So, yeah, Chris Jansen, you got that to hang your hat on. And, I mean, you take a 90s icon – and stick it with him i mean they well, could I mean, charge whatever they want for the tickets and people are yeah, going to pay it you know yeah. right if you listen to a lot of yeah, yeah, chris jansen's music it's going to remind you of the 90s some yeah you know, from the you know all in album i listened to it and a few songs like i could you know picture them being released back in 1997 or 98 just just from you know style of the song you had your had your verse and your courses in the same spots uh it was just extremely nostalgic almost you know, from yeah. hearing it but um i wanted to i wanted to point out that everybody knows that i i'm a fan of every genre not just you know country um and actually of all the genres i probably like you know country i'm not gonna say the least but it's down there just because I think they push a lot of you know, people that I don't think they should push, but they do. But I don't know who they are, but they're not my people. Uh, <laughs> but Mr. Jansen has admitted that he listens to artists like you know, Rick Ross and Drake. And you know, says that he loves hip hop. And from you know hearing his voice, I find that hard to believe. You can that, yeah. <laughs> but right. But at the same time, I know how I am, and I know where I'm from. Where I'm from, it's tiny. It's a tiny place, and that's all I listened to back in the day. I listened to grunge, and I listened to rap, and that was it. That's all I listened to. But I've kind of lost my accent somewhat. I still have a little bit of one, but it's not as bad as it used to be. But uh, yeah, he said his uh. <laughs> A favorite song from hip hop is, you know, started from the bottom. Yes. If you think about it, he did start from the bottom. He was living in his truck. He did. He was living in his truck. He started from the bottom. Now he's here. Look at him out there shining. And now every day he's hustling like Rick Ross. Yes. (laughs) So it works. That's one all that's one of my all time favorite songs. Every day I'm hustling, hustling. Yeah. (laughs) But and also I read where his uh, you know, favorite song is holding her that he performs. Yeah. Uh, Buy me a boat is you know, by far the most popular one. It's the one that's got well, the most hardware, I guess you could say. Yeah. But um, his you know, favorite song that he plays is holding her. I think it's, it's got a lot to do with his wife. It's you know, kind of tied to it. And 
I mean, from everything I've read and from all I've heard, he's a, he's a huge family man. Oh, absolutely. Loves his wife, you know, to pieces. And she's beautiful. I mean, you know, that, that helps, you know, she is, Mm -hmm. she really is Kelly Lynn. She's beautiful. I actually Mm -hmm. seen her side stage with his little boy who come out and just nailed real bass pro that song off of the new album. I'm going to send you the video, Jordan, because he comes out strutting just like his dad, just feeding off the crowd, dude. It was insane. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, when it comes to Chris, I mean, he's something else. But I'm so thankful that I got to see him in concert, and I look forward to seeing him again. And he's always got a a uh, an invitation to our show if we ever get that lucky, you know. Yeah. Always reach out. We'd love to do an interview, sit down. That way, we get to learn a little bit more about him, a little bit, you know, random questions. I'm sure he gets asked about music all the time right just get to know him well let's go ahead and talk about his new album all in because after seeing the concert i had to sit down and say all right what else can he do so if we start from the top you have keys to the country which is a great concept because a lot of people when they become famous they get offered the keys to the city and he's basically saying i've got the keys to the country you know what i mean and I really like that song. What do you think about that one? I'm a, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest. It was not my favorite song on the album. I like the concept of it. Um, but like the style of the song, it just wasn't, it, you know, it wasn't for me. Gotcha. Well, 100% honest. We move on to number two. We did it anyway. I can think of a million times that I've been in that situation to where I've been told, well, don't do it, but I did it anyway. And then we move on to number three, Cold Beer Truth. Did you get to uh, check out that one? I did. It's It's a great country song. Yeah, it is a great country song. With With a lot of honesty, like NASCAR hasn't been the same since we lost Dale. You know, I mean, and fishing and how life should really truly be you know that that was my thoughts from that mm-hmm. i agree what did you think of you me in the river with mr eric church it reminded me so much of chris knight just because i was, see it i see the resemblance okay it's a dark country song about you know, murder <laughs> yeah like i was waiting for chris to kind of yeah. come in there chris knight because you're exactly right. Chris Nine had all of the same kind of, you know, like we sent him on down to the river. Yes. Okay. I see that. That was a cool introduction there because I, that makes sense now because mm-hmm. I was like, this reminds me of something, but I can't remember who it was. Yeah, that's exactly. As soon as I heard it, I was like, man, this reminds me of Chris Knight. Right. Which would, then we move on to number five, halfway to crazy featuring red atkins yeah. do you know who i'm i know that you know who that is right i seen him play one night okay and that's thomas's dad yeah. thomas red mm-hmm. great songwriter everybody remembers his big smash that ain't my truck in her drive i mean he's a guy that i would love to sit down with one day and just talk music 
because he's had so many hits from Chesney to, you know, I mean, everybody. Everybody wants a Red Atkins song. Then we move to number six, Bye, Mom. What did you think of that song? I thought it was a great premise to a song, and it's so true. Uh, at every point in our lives, you know, we get, like, some advice from our mother, and then we, all right, bye, Mom, you know, yeah. and we kind of leave her. She's always there when we need her. We always come back to her. We, we always end up, you know, bye, Mom. <laughs> but I love the song. I thought it was great. It is. And, you know, he co-wrote that with Brandon Kenny, And I hope I'm pronouncing that right. K-I-N-N-E-Y. Yeah, that would be Kenny. Yeah. Okay, so Brandon was going through a tough time in his life. And Chris, just as we imagined, being a good friend, they sat down and they kind of wrote that struggle together. And there they go. They have Bye Mom, which the video is insane uh brandon is actually in the video so you guys go check that out number seven we have love don't sleep which is awesome which also runs into number eight the real deal bass pro now i gotta say chris you made it really hard for anybody to ever cover that song because he's taking his drake influence and his rap hip-hop influence and just spitting these country lyrics do you agree jordan i mean some of the I, I can't really sing along to it because he's like i mean he's he's like almost the eminem of country music in that song because he's talking about uh, so many words and they rhyme and it's just like I, i'm trying to take it in you know and that's his little boy's favorite song by the way yeah well i mean i could yeah that makes sense. I can see that. Yeah, because he he's it's, just like rapping about country music. But it's probably like, the most fun was you know scene of all the songs he's done. It's probably the most fun one to sing. I wonder if he himself ever gets tongue tied on some of it because I know I would. You know what I mean? That's that's the uh, the beauty of you know, writing your own songs. Right. Even if you do, it doesn't matter. You can say you meant to do it that way. <laughs> right. Then number nine, we have Too Far Gone, which is a great song. Yeah, number 10, Flag on the Wall. Very patriotic. It is a very patriotic song. And I got to say, and I, and I hope I'm not misstepping, this sounds just like Eric Church's first album, Sinners Like Me. And I'm so surprised that Eric didn't want to sing it for himself. But... He actually started the beginning of it, and he sent that clip to Chris at 5.45 in the morning, and Chris never thought that it'd be Eric Church sending him a clip, and when he opened it up at 5.45 in the morning, he's like, hell yeah, let's do this, so Eric Church actually has two cuts on this album. Did you like the song? I did like it, yeah. Yeah, very patriotic. It could be one of them songs that we sing around 4th of July or around anything that happens, you know, where we need to be a little bit you know, more patriotic. I, I could see us because, you know, it talks about the Bible and it also talks about the flag. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, then here we are at number 11, All In, which is kind of like a part two to done. It, it's like a hit to his wife, like, hey, I love you. I've been all in since the beginning. I was never on the fence. I'm all in. 
And I kind of feel that way when I see Kelly Pickler. I'm like, hey, I would be all in. You got to be so creepy on these shows every time. I'm just saying, man. I think All In was my favorite song on the entire album. Really? Yeah, it was. That is a good song. Then here we are at 12, Here and Gone, which was a really good song. Number 13, Things You Can't Live Without with Mr. Travis Tritt, which is awesome. Talks about things that you simply couldn't live without. Number 14, A Small Town, Big Town. I actually heard that one for the first time on Spotify small, today. Yeah, small Town, Big Time. Yeah, Small Town, town Big Time. Which, if anybody's good. from a small town, they know exactly what he means by that. Right. You would you would almost have to be from a small town to get it. Yeah, you know, It would help, for sure. Number 15, You Never Did. Mm-hmm. What did you think of that? Uh, I mean yeah just to be honest with you i don't remember it uh, they're all running together now yeah it, it was vacation. a lot to take in yeah it was because not a lot of people releases 16 songs which that's is, what i said to my wife it's awesome like, it's 16 songs on this album <laughs> she's like what because usually now it's yeah. like 10 or at the most 14 it's yeah, usually and, around 12 and some artists got to where they release songs Eight. here and there you know yeah. Um, individually and then we close it out with number 16 my american world exactly and at the end of the day we know that chris jansen loves his family Mm -hmm. his wife god mountain dew and country music (laughs) he is a big mountain dew drinker i mean i just knew that i was going to see a bud light on stage but no he had Mountain Dew. And I don't know how somebody can drink that much Mountain Dew and sing because if I drink one Mountain Dew, I'm like burping for an hour. Yeah. That and Meliella get me every single time. He's, you know, conditioned for it. He's done it so many times, I'm sure. Yeah. That's, that's what his body needs. Right. That do. You know something really cool? Like his bus was completely wrapped with black rifle coffee oh that is cool that is very cool because after seeing him drink that much mountain dew i was like i bet there's a mountain dew sticker on this bus but there wasn't (laughs) it was all black rifle coffee and you know their campaign which is phenomenal so if they're a part of it Mm -hmm. you know he's got to be a great guy they're yeah veteran owned uh, veteran ran i think all their employees are veterans uh yeah it's yeah. a very good you know company that is doing great things and and they make a great product so yeah well all right on to the hypotheticals for chris jansen mm-hmm. go ahead and you start all right so for the fight song i'm gonna have to go with you me in the river because it's about murder. I mean, how I'm not sure how you can go any other way. <laughs> I have to agree with that because he doesn't really have a fight song yet. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Right. So I would have to I would have to go with the same thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the make love song. What's yours? Mine would be done. That okay. that song in itself is just it's a hell of a love song. Right. 
Yeah. I'm going to go all in. Okay. I'm going to go all in. And uh, I'm not going to make that bad joke. I'm going to leave that one to myself. Um, now, <laughs> for uh, the song you can listen to and repeat for the rest of your days, I am going to go. I know it's his most popular song, but it is catchy. And until he comes out, you know, with a few more albums that I get to hear over and over again, I'm going to go with Buy Me a Boat. Yeah, that is a really good one. I'm actually going to go with a new one, which would be Flag on the Wall. That's probably like the greatest song of his collection so far that I really like. Yeah, you know, I can see that. and he said today on Bobby Bones because Bobby's like, Well, what do you do with the songs that you don't record? And he's like, They get put in a shelf and just tucked away forever, or they get introduced to uh, another artist. I would love to hear his catalog of songs that didn't make the record, you know? Right. Yeah, but yeah, so. So here we go with the review of the artist, and I'm going to be, he's a Grand Ole Opry member. He loves his family. He works his ass off. He puts on a good show. I couldn't think but to give him four stars, and I'm leaving a star open for him that he can easily gain. He's just young in the game. So he's got four stars from me. Yeah. Well, you at? he's young in the stardom. He's been around for a while. And he is yeah, <clears throat> stuck with it. Um, he is a family man. He loves God. He loves his family. He takes care of, you know, veterans. I'm, uh, I'm all about that. He's a songwriter and a true <clears throat> musician. He can play more than one instrument. And I am very envious of that because I cannot play any instrument. Uh, but. I'm going to give him four stars as well. And I usually don't do that. No, but you don't. I see, I see a lot of potential. I see a whole lot of potential. I know he's probably got a thousand songs in a catalog, like you said, sitting somewhere. And, you know, some of them are just waiting for another idea to pop up, uh, you know, that he can add to it. And as soon as he gets that idea, it's just a matter of time, man. It's a matter of time before he he's going to release you know, another album and then another and then another and then another. And then you know, soon his catalog is going to be so thick that every song he sings when he's on stage is going to be his and everybody in the crowd is going to know every word to it because he's going to be big. Amen. He's al- I mean, he's already big, but he's going to be huge. All right, folks, that's it on Chris Jansen. Hasta mañana. This here podcast was prepared and accomplished by the Country Music Critic. The views and opinions expressed on the Country Music Critic are not necessarily those of the guests, sponsors, or anyone associated with the production of this here podcast.
The country music critic releases itself from all misrepresentation. Any information shared on this podcast was researched and obtained using the World Wide Web, a.k.a. the interweb. Comments made on the country music critic are meant to be informative, comical, or just plain silly, and not meant to defame, asperse, calumniate, slander, traduce, vilify, or be malign in any way. Why do you boys consistently make me say all of them tough words? Don't like it. Thanks for joining us on the Country Music Critic, and we'll catch you all next time.